0: Fictional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan, and I'm sorry Sorry, that took me a really long time. I forgot what your name (laughs) was. I just forgot. I was like, oh, I go
1: first. I'm
0: like, wait, is it me? It's a good start to a new month, isn't it? Oh boy, oh boy, (laughs) yeah. It's officially February, and uh, we decided to combine a couple of different things this month. I guess it is. Obviously, Black History Month throughout the month of February, and it is also the month of Valentine's Day, which means it's... Oh, yeah. So it's the (laughs) month that a lot of people jump onto that romance bandwagon. Or jump off. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Yeah, you might be right, actually. (laughs) You might be right. Um, So for the first half of this month, we're going to be talking about romance, romance fiction in general. And uh, during the latter half of the month, we're going to be talking about Black History Month, Black literature, and everything to do with this time of the year and what it means, Mm -hmm. basically, for uh, the Black community. Yep. So uh, we're kicking things off with a doozy. Over here on oh the boy. romance end of things. I feel like we're going to shit all over so many things for the first half of this month that everyone's going to be like, why the fuck did you even do this? <laughs> because we enjoy it. it we gives do us, this
1: in our spare time. You know
0: what? It gives us a really great platform to yeah. actually talk about it for a change. Because normally we're just bitching about it to each other. Pretty much, so. yeah. Now now you all get to listen. <laughs> uh, because to kick everything off this month, we watched the 2019 film After... Which I would like to know if people have watched this movie.
1: There are there are four at the time of recording? Four. Four, and then there should be at a least... A fifth one coming. One more? And I think a prequel. Yeah, I've read all the books, um, sadly. Did you read the prequel? I didn't read the prequel. I didn't realize that there was a prequel apparently now is that you're pre- talking about Okay it. so apparently
0: my understanding as of right now uh, when we're recording this is that there are currently four after films yeah. up to 2022. And as they've, as they've s- split the last one into two. Or something like that. And then there will be a fifth film which has been confirmed as well as a prequel film based
1: on I guess a prequel novel I believe that exists as well. So I knew that she had written a novel like about Landon but I didn't realize that there was a prequel novel. So I, I had not read that. So after this Recording, I'm gonna go find that and probably read it. You are hilarious. (laughs) This is so much. Um this movie,
0: this story is something else. Um, and I don't I don't even want to get into the specifics of it. I think we should just we can let's just dive right into it. Let's just talk about the movie, let's talk about after from 2019. I can't stop thinking about you.
1: You are stunning. Nothing could ever change the way that I feel about you. Just be careful.
0: What happened? It has to do with heart.
1: Something's going on, but it's not what you
0: think. So... After is currently sitting at a rating of five point three out of ten on IMDb and eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: I'm really surprised that the IMDb rating is so high.
0: I uh, yeah, but okay. So I always give the Rotten Tomatoes rating, but the first one that pops up is the cre- uh, the critic rating. Don't don't forget, right?
1: So what's the audience giving it? Sixty six. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's really not um, the worst rated movie that we've ever talked isn't that about. Abs- isn't that wild? To like, you? I feel like we've rated, like, we've talked about other movies that were rated like twenty percent, a
0: hundred percent. We have, we definitely have. I don't remember which ones, but yeah. I. Re- and also, this is in like the vague realm of some other movies that we've
1: enjoyed. It's that's like true. rated like sixty-six to seventy-six percent. It's, it's <laughs> really I true. Know. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, um, because didn't, what's it? Anyway, it, it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't, it's okay. It doesn't it's okay. <laughs> um, we, okay, so After is uh, the first in a series, and that's the first in a book series. It's based on the novel of the same name, which was published originally in 2014 uh, by an author by the name of Anna Todd, who I think has a lot to answer for. On at Wattpad. This point. On Wattpad, yes. This is, uh, so as a background, just a super quick background for people, um, After started on Wattpad as Harry. Styles fan fiction. Do you think that's why people like it so much? Because people fucking love Harry Styles. No,
1: because Harden is nothing like Harry I know. Styles. It's just okay. like, oh, they took a guy and they made him British, and they were like, so this is Harry Styles fan fiction. But like, if he were a super bad boy, because like we love a bit of Harry Styles, but I wouldn't classify him as like a bad boy. No, not at all. Not I'm this very. Time. I don't know Harry. Maybe I don't know. He used to be.
0: I'm very neutral about Harry Styles. Um, I like a couple of his songs. I don't really know anything else about
1: him. Well, I think it's because I was in the UK when he... Like um, One Direction was a big deal? Well, when they were on X Factor. Oh, sure. So when he auditioned for X Factor, I was in the UK and I saw that episode. So like, I think I feel a little bit more of, you know, um, uh, what's the word? More um, affection for him.
0: Yeah, and maybe more connected to it because of that. So from what I'm looking at here, yeah, okay. There are four novels, like novels in the After series itself. After... After We Collided, After We Fell, and After Ever Happy. These are the dumbest fucking names I've ever heard in my (laughs) life. And a prequel novella called Before, which I think is what the prequel film will be based on.
1: You know, now that you mention it, I think I did read that too. Man, you are a glutton for punishment, my friend. Oh, I really am. Like, I won't, I am not proud to tell you how quickly I read these books. And also, (laughs) side note... They are not short. They're like six, seven hundred, eight hundred pages Shut long. Shut the
0: fuck up. They're
1: like really Come big. Come like they're on. They're really thick. And like maybe that was the size because I was reading electronic copies. Sure. But I distinctly remember looking at like the page count and being like, oh my god why are there so many pages in this like there can't be enough plot to cover this many. yeah pages. honestly i don't
0: see how you would need more than 250 pages to cover this entire no, thing they were quite
1: long but god, i think that's... it's because of all the sexuality going on oh. in between um there's quite a lot of that
0: we need to talk about that too because it's inappropriate and oh, i don't yeah. like it mm-hmm. um so okay. i you know what maybe you've never heard of these and if that's the case Good for you. Run. (laughs) Good for you. Maybe you can just listen to this episode instead of watching the movies because I wouldn't necessarily suggest that you do that because they're very problematic.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: Uh, And we keep watching them because I keep wanting to see. This is my problem is I get, I turn into like quite a completist with these things. (laughs) Even when they're terrible, I want to see what the denouement is. I would like to see how these end. And I keep finding myself in this position where we watch one, I'm like,
1: well, fuck, now I'm going to watch the other ones. Well, yes. I mean, think Gabriel's Inferno. Yeah, that's we it. We're six, are six mo- movies in and we we are ready for all 12. For 12, apparently. <laughs> I don't know when the next one's coming out, too. We're gonna Man. Be like 40 we, by the time those come out. Yeah. We have some problems. Anyway, <laughs> this is
0: what we do to uh, pass the time. It's true. I guess <laughs> We watch shitty, shitty, shitty shitty romance
1: (laughs) uh, that gets worse as time goes on. So we just get angrier and angrier about the toxic tropes. Well,
0: I just, (laughs) the eye rolls just become, oh God, all the more and more frequent because of how absurd the character choices become. Because I feel like they always start out in a semi-neutral place. They get kind of bad. But oh my God god do they get worse as time goes on maybe it's because
1: we're just getting older <laughs> like the older we get the <laughs> more we're looking at this and being like I'm sorry but I can't even come up with an excuse for your behavior I'd like to think that we're just getting slightly wiser the yeah, older we get and stuff and
0: I think it doesn't help that of course you know we're experiencing we're not you know 18 we're not like the target demographic for these films true. We're, we're in our 30s yeah. and I think that we oh. experience these stories in a very different way it's compared true. to other people I love that you just had like such face about that i <laughs> fucking love being in my 30s i love it there's something wonderful about at least for me <laughs> getting into my 30s and suddenly just not really caring what anybody thinks about me anymore i don't know what it yeah, is it's, it's this wonderful sort of release that yeah. occurs after you're like mid to late 20s where you're like man i am much more comfortable with myself yeah. than i ever was 10 it's years true. ago
1: it takes a lot of stress out of life.
0: It really does. Yeah. Um and I love it and I'm enjoying myself all the more for it, I find. So um okay. So yeah, the tar- just as like a as a precursor, the target demographic for like the after series in general, I think films, books, whatever is very much like that young adult new adult sort of thing that exists mm. now, Kinda like
1: college age. College
0: age, so 18 to 22 ish kind of demographic. Um and basically the Plot of these stories, and the plot of the first one is really what we need to focus on, even though we've seen four of them so far, follows... a young woman named tessa who is a uh a freshman a, in yeah. college she's just starting is she
1: studying english lit what is no, she studying? She's studying um so it's weird oh she wants to study english th- lit but her no, mom no she um goes in to study business or right. like economics or something oh that's yeah.
0: her econ 101 thing that's that right. happens right okay yes you're but right
1: like, I got confused about this because in the book they were kind of like, she hasn't chosen her major yet. I'm like, but she's already in college. Wouldn't she have to choose it? I think it might be an American thing. Maybe like,
0: Americans can let us know maybe, are you allowed to do like maybe a floater semester where you're just taking, uh, shadowing different courses that and That sounds stuff? like a
1: great idea. I'm yeah, not going to lie. That like, is a really good idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't, I, there's a lot of pressure on people to when they're 17 decide what they'd like to do with their lives and there's just no way you can really know that. No. So college is a a really great time to explore different avenues as far as what your interests are mm. and what your passions are. And I think that that would be, if that's the case, that's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know. absolutely. Maybe we just don't have specifics about it. But anyway, Tessa's starting her freshman year in college. She's, at the beginning of the story, moving into her dorm, mm-hmm. um... With the help of her mom and her boyfriend, who's I think a year younger than her, because he's he's like still still a senior in high school, right? So he's still like back in their hometown. Um, We're kind of given the impression, I think, pretty early on, that her mom is like fairly controlling.
1: Yeah, she's very severe. Like in the book, she's like, I think they allude to her being like very religious. Oh, okay. which ex- which would explain her behavior a little bit more um, not to say like anything against religion it's just I think the way that she's portrayed in the book is that like she's very worried about like you know um, how she might come off if she doesn't do things perfectly. Okay. Um, and so her mom is really a control freak mm-hmm. and a perfectionist. And so she really expects Tessa to like walk the straight and narrow all the yes, time. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, you and I were really talking about this when we were watching the movie. It's really sad that her mom shelters her so much. Oh, so much. And it really doesn't set her up for success for when she goes into her freshman year. She just seems so overwhelmed by everyone who acts slightly different than she does and who has a slightly
0: different way of being. Not that she judges them, but that she's confused by them almost and she doesn't know how to act around them. Um, Yeah, so uh, Tessa played by Josephine Langford, whose sister you might have seen, Catherine, is it Catherine? Yeah, Catherine. Catherine Langford, who plays Hannah's character. Character and 13 yeah and 13 reasons why which is was like a really popular series on Netflix also very problematic but whatever that's a conversation for <laughs> another, another conversation. time um is that's it she's moving into her dorm room with her mom Carol according to this I don't think they say her mom's name once this entire time
1: yeah you're right yeah I think I think Noah shouts it to her in the oh, second one yeah. or in the first one he or might something do. yeah
0: he might do so yeah. anyway
1: with her mom Carol
0: played by Selma Blair who I love
1: yeah, love I know. Her. okay I love side her. note in all of these movies there's like this like mini star studied cast like it's like you're always gonna see at least one or two that actors you recognize that you're like oh my god I know that person particularly, like you really them?
0: particularly us we're classified as what elder millennials basically mm-hmm. and we A lot of these people were actors who were in a lot of the teen films and stuff that we watched in the 90s and early 2000s. So these are people that we're seeing now and we're like, oh my god, hey, that person. So she's played by Selma Blair, who people would know from like Legally Blonde, Cruel Intentions. I can't even think. There's a whole bunch of them. The Sweetest Thing, like a whole bunch of stuff from like that era. Um, I love her. And I'm really sad that she's like ill now. she's got uh, MS. MS, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's unfortunate because I think she's great in everything. She also looks fucking oh, fantastic. Yeah, she, looks great. she looks like Tessa's cool aunt, not yeah, her mom. Yeah, she does. She's kind of like
1: Aunt May vibes, like yes. f- in her look. Yes, you yes, know, yes, like yes, in yes, the, yes. The newest um, Spider Man movie. Anyway, mm-hmm. I digress.
0: Um, it doesn't so- matter. She's moving in. Uh, Carol's helping her, as is her boyfriend, Noah. Little pipsqueak. Who's like just, he's just a really wishy-washy character. He really is. There's just nothing to Noah, which is what I think it is. There's nothing bad about him, but there's nothing great about him either. He's just there. And he's obviously just the boyfriend that she was pushed together with and they get along well, so it makes sense. She legitimately makes a comment later. Um, Harden's character, who will be introduced soon, uh, asks her what a boy who's still in high school um, has done to earn her, basically, like, earn a relationship with her. And all she says to him is, he's nice to me. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that's weird. (laughs) That's a very high school answer to give about something. So they're moving in. She meets her new roommate, Stephanie. Yeah. Um, who is, of course, like they really play up a lot of the um, especially using like bad boy aesthetic. And is. also like the like the colors in the wardrobe and stuff. Yeah. So like Stephanie wears like all dark and bright colors, like really intense colours. She's also really pretty, that actress. Oh, she is. Um, they she they put her in like a lot of like you know she's got um, like fishnet stockings yeah. on and stuff which I'm very like, wow. revealing
1: clothing yeah that's it of
0: course blah blah that whole thing to make that Pink like hair. a big cliche she has yeah. like a nose ring like what like very cliched yeah sort of like oh this girl is like a party girl yeah. and then versus that Tessa's character is
1: always in whites and pastels and like. Light cotton material, light, like, like, very airy, very aggressive, very virginal yeah. looking. and like, so immediately, like, you can see that her mom starts to freak out because it's like, you know, the the contrast mm-hmm. between her daughter and this roommate. I mean, to be fair,
0: when they come in, Steph is in there with her girlfriend Tristan Mm. and they're talking and she's like oh yeah hey like you know I was at first I was kind of like ugh to be like rooming with um a freshman but you and I are gonna have so much fun I can get you into all of the best clubs you don't even need a fake ID
1: like she literally (laughs) says that in front of her mother purpose though because she takes one look at like who's walking through the door and she's like yeah I'm gonna have some fun with this oh yeah um I really I quite like her character in the movie. I don't mind um, stuff, no. In the books, though, she's really qu- kind of the mastermind behind all the horrible things that happened to Tessa. Yeah. Um, and so, it's hard to watch it, like, once you know that, and you're just like, oh, that's not nice. That's and weird, because I, a a, yeah. I guess they
0: went in a different direction in the film, maybe? But then
1: again, like, I think a lot of the lines in the film were pulled directly from the books, yeah. um, and like, you can see it in some circumstances. So, um, anyway, so she moves in you know tessa is very shy she's going through her first couple of days of classes yeah. she meets um Langdon. Lang- landon like landon. landon landon yeah when she goes to an economy
0: class or something that she has and
1: of course they're the only two people who were
0: there early um landon is one of the most first of all realistic characters yeah. in this series and he's like he's one of those okay so i think the thing with like noah for instance the boyfriend is he's supposed to be like the sweet guy to me to me Landon is the sweet guy in a realistic way. He still has a personality he still has opinions about things and his character just makes more sense to me and I like him a lot. I think he's great. Well he's just a great friend to Tessa and to Hardin really. Um, Landon will become and this is the funny thing about watching these movies if you're going to get into them if you haven't watched them already is the revolving cast that switches out in almost (laughs) every film. The only people
1: who remain the same are Tessa and Hardin. Everyone else changes and so whenever there's a new movie. Megan and I are they like, recast oh, wait, someone? Who's this meant to be <laughs> now? <laughs> and they have to like.
0: I think they have to very obviously say their name yes, in the scene. So they every are, like, time, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's very funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we meet Landon. They go to class a little bit. They you know get along well. They hit it off. They talk to each other, not in a romantic way at all. It's just no. very much like a friendship way, which is nice because it seems that other than Noah, Tessa doesn't have any friends. Exactly. So that's weird, and that also kind of. Seems speaks to I think how sheltered she is by her mother. Oh, absolutely. Well.
1: Absolutely. Um and so so you know she has her first couple of days of classes and you know she they're showing the life of a student on campus living in res where you know she's got her shower caddy and all this and her clothes are all wet like it's kind of like a little bit of a montage of how crappy it is to be a college <laughs> student <laughs> and yeah. Megan and I were like oh yeah we oh, would really terrible." do this so
0: okay so Shireen and I um, we both went to college in very different places but uh, I mean I don't know what it's like in the UK but in like Shereen so Shereen went to college in England yeah, and I went here in Canada where we're from and I will say that in Canada it's not really as regular of a thing in my opinion anyway from my experience from everyone that I've met um, it's not as regular of a thing to move to a different province um, for school necessarily. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily something that you well, do until university.
1: Quebec. No, we yeah. don't do that here. Even at university level. Very it's rare, rare.
0: It's very rare that we yeah. do. I mean, to be fair, we do have a couple of quite good universities here. I mean, so that's have probably a lot, why. Too. Oh my God. We, we have, have a lot so of, many. we have more schools here than people think that we do, <laughs> which probably has something to do with it. And we do also have, because I think also because you have options in English and in French, yes. it gives people a lot to work with so yeah. a lot of people don't and it's just not as regular of a thing here to move out and particularly to move far away from your family when you're going to school you usually just live with your parents yeah
1: very much so, or you live
0: in an apartment like right near school, but we also we don't have a ton of student housing here. No. It's not a super. You can only regu-
1: stay in for one year, is my understanding. Like is that how it is? Year, and then oh after that, you have to like find housing off campus. Well, there you go. Okay, which sounds just like really stressful. But um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, so she, you know, they're doing this montage. She gets to her room, and Harden is sitting on her bed. We get to meet and- Harden. Oh, how oh, wonderful! Boy. I think the first time we watched this movie we literally screamed at the tv because we were like who is this child i was I was like, like bad boy looking because
0: of course you know you're introduced to him and you immediately know because of the way it's framed and everything that this is meant to be your heartthrob and i was like that's him but then it
1: got <laughs> so much worse when he started to talk oh god and it sounded like he had like a mixture of peanut butter and marshmallows in his mouth and Okay, we watched an interview after we watched the movie yes. of, um, his name is Hero Finds Tiffin. You might think that the name Fiennes sounds familiar. That's because <laughs> he is the nephew of uh, Ralph Fiennes and... Joseph Fiennes. Joseph Fiennes. Yes, ma'am. Um, he was. He also played Voldemort in... So Hero Finds Tiffin also played Voldemort. Um, yeah, a young, young Voldemort, Voldemort
0: and... In order to play a younger version of his uncle, Ralph
1: Fiennes, who played Voldemort in the Harry Potter films. Exactly. So, you may have seen him before, but you wouldn't realize who he is. So, because he really doesn't look the same. No, um, not at all, eh? So, he's... And, you know, Hero finds Tiffin. Is from London. Yes. Um, and he's clearly got a London accent, even as Harden. And Harden is supposed to be British because remember the Harry Styles fan fiction.
0: The only, <laughs>
1: only Harry Styles aspect of this. Yes. Um, And he is supposed to be from London, but there's something amiss with his London (laughs) accent. And it took (laughs) Megan and I so long. You know, it's like he sounds like he's got something in his mouth. that's like preventing him from speaking properly. We realize that it's because he was probably instructed to enunciate his words. Yes, because
0: generally a very... A a sort of colloquial London accent that a lot of people have, they do tend to at least to probably to North American ears anyway. I'm sure, not in Europe, but to North American people, I'm sure that they sound like kind of a run-on sentence to a certain extent Mm. because there aren't very many hard stops stops between words. Like the way that I'm doing it right now, you don't pronounce your t's very much no. at the end of a word or things like that so or it, r's, I think, your for r's long things, yeah. you your r's yeah so I think and I so I, I assume I can only assume that this was like a filmmaker note of like the director or whatever being like you should do this so that people understand you but it sounds stilted yeah and it doesn't sound natural at all it's a really weirdly unnatural delivery he just sounds he sounds like he has a speech impediment and a cold more
1: cold, I would say. Like it really sounds like his nose is blocked. But <laughs> we watched an interview of of uh, Hero finds Tiffin and Josephine Langford. So Harden and Tessa, um, like after we watched the movie today yeah. and. He really sounds cool when he's just speaking normally. Like it just he definitely m- yeah. has that London accent. I for wish sure, he but, I wish they had just let him keep it. It's not like a really thick accent that you can't understand him at all. No. Um and he just seems like a really cool dude. And so I feel like I've I feel bad kind of for hating yeah. on him so hard. <laughs> I know. It's it's
0: you know what? I'm not i am I'm gonna say we don't know anything about this actor. We've seen one interview with him. He seems like a nice enough person. He does. I don't know anything about him. This character is disgusting terrible awful terrible. awful garbage i think so. he's
1: supposed to be some sort of like um just like big mess of like um a typical bad boy mm-hmm. but also like you're like victorian bad boy. yeah <laughs> it's like they've meshed they've
0: meshed ugh, meshed <laughs> mashed them together yeah along with um an idea of like oh if we took a very bookish guy, but we turned him into a leather coat-wearing... Bad boy. Asshole.
1: Yeah, like party goer. <laughs> Not even bad
0: boy. Asshole. He's asshole. just a dick. Yeah, he
1: is, he is a jerk. He really is. Um, And
0: he's... Anyway, she's, you know... Tessa sees him after she goes back to her room in a towel yeah. after her shower, and he is... Weirdly confrontational and gross with her, like immediately, and very blase, where she's you know in a towel in a vulnerable she's state. very uncomfortable, and she's like, Hey, can you go away, please? Because I need I'm in my own dorm room and I need to get changed. And he's like, Don't flatter yourself, I'm not gonna look at you. And you're like, Okay, meanwhile, he's just All turned his head to right. look at
1: her and speak to her, but
0: yeah, so he's gross and immediately antagonistic yeah. towards her. Um, and it starts them off on like a whole thing, and I because I, I think. I th- I can only assume that when Anna Todd wrote these, she was trying to do an enemies to lovers thing,
1: but she did it very poorly. I'm sorry. Well, she went too fast with it. Like there was no like longevity of the hater thing. Like, no, it was no, like, that's true. It was like three days of like hatred. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so then Steph shows up um, and then, you know, she kind of chivies Harden out the room. Tessa is very, like, upset. They try and get her to go to a party with them, but, like, that's not going to happen. They kind of make fun of her for being, like, bookish. um, And Harden and her have an exchange about The Great Gatsby, which is so strange. Like I said to Megan, Uh. like, I feel that in a lot of these types of movies or books where they reference, like, older literature yes like particularly classic literature
0: and older yeah older like turn of the century literature and things like that like things are that are considered classics yeah
1: i feel like they really oversimplify like the conclusion or what they want to say about it yeah to the point where it seems like the characters never actually read the story. Oh, hundred percent. Because <laughs> l-
0: the way that it's written, it yeah. seems like uh, the author never read them exactly. in the first place, or, like they or if they did, they version. didn't understand it. Yeah, exactly. And they so, didn't take the time to even research it and understand no. what the actual point of those stories yes. was.
1: And like most of these stories, any story, if you ask me, you cannot like simplify down to a sentence. No, not at all. You know, like it's too, it's
0: too complex. It's never a description that's just one sentence and that's it. I think no. it would be incredibly rare for that to happen. For but sure. yeah, anyway, they have this dumb exchange about it where for a guy who supposedly loves literature so much he doesn't even know what the fucking great gatsby is about so that's interesting Mm. because he tells her he's just like you know he sees a copy of it and he's just like oh not to spoil anything smug 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 but it's all a dream and she looks at him and she's just like actually no it's all a lie and i was like god that's embarrassing like you should be so embarrassed that you said that to someone and tried to be cool (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah but like also i don't know if he meant like it's like you know the american dream is a dream no i I don't think that's what he meant i think he
0: meant that the narration is all a dream
1: oh well then if that's what he meant then like no um but yeah so they have this exchange like tessa continues to go about her day they keep showing like the little, like, exchanges between Tessa and Noah, and, like, he's just so irritating, like... Oh, via text? (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, such this, like, I think he does it so well, or they make him seem this way, that he's, like, this annoying younger kid, and she, like, every day that goes by, like, he's starting to get on her nerves a little bit more. He
0: does seem more like her younger brother than, like, her boyfriend, so that's weird. Yeah. Um, Eventually... She uh, goes to a Steph does shop. decide to well, she goes to a coffee shop and they see each other. But a lot of it's like montage shit where they're just looking oh, at okay. each that other. Okay, that wasn't
1: the time where he's like, "Let's be friends." Oh no, no, because, it's, no, you're no
0: right, it's yeah. later. So what it is basically is that Steph at some point does convince Tessa to go to a party with her, and she's like, "It'll be fun. Don't you want to have fun? Don't you want to go like do something cool?" Blah 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 blah, and peer pressures her into it kind of, um, and then kind of. Well, you know, of course, comments on her Susie Homemaker outfit that she wears to go in the first place, which to be fair to a college party, that was like a, that was like a wedding guest dress that she was wearing.
1: So yeah, like again, I go back to like what we said where I, I just feel bad that like her mom set her out into the world Oh, with she set her up zero for, prep. she did not set her up for, for but anything then again, successful. Like, I, I feel like there's like a lot of parents who did like mm-hmm. the same thing, you know? So yeah, she shows up to this party in her like Sunday best, basically. It's like a church dress. <laughs> it is. Yeah. she's wearing this and little it's red it's such a nice dress but it's like cute. if you were going to like your aunt's Christmas party yeah like you know? that's yes yeah. absolutely you know? that is like the type of like
0: little dress that you would wear very modest yeah. you know but it's not what you would wear to a college party you don't have to no. wear a dress first of all and most people would just be wearing jeans
1: yeah exactly um and you know she doesn't know anyone we feel bad for her and oh it's she, just we've
0: all been that person I at a party you go cause like your friend texts you and is like oh go 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 and I'll meet you there but then they don't get there for like an hour and you're just or there or they ditch you for someone when yeah, you do or they there. go off to see like their other friends who are there and you're just sitting there oh it's atrocious it's oh I terrible. hate it as like a very introverted person it's not something I enjoy at all so no. um but luckily we're kind of <laughs> luckily we're sort of past the days of house parties at this point which is fine yeah. um so she goes and winds up through Steph obviously meeting kind of the rest of the group um there is Zed who is this guy who used to be in Glee which was the only reason I recognized him who's like a weird musician type I don't know what his deal is he plays guitar what in the
1: movie I think so does he anyway well in the book like I don't really know what Zed's deal is but like he immediately is like infatuated with Tessa or Tessal as Harden would say. Oh god. Um
0: yeah, so there yeah, yeah there's,
1: so there's Zed, there's uh Jace, Jace. who's
0: like this older i think yeah, tattoo he's like artist. The, they
1: call him the townie like he's like he oh, lives okay. in town and okay. he's like one of like the local tattoo artists that hangs out with a bunch of college kids that's weird i feel like that must happen though. it probably does but that's probably that's like somebody's drug
0: dealer trying to hang out oh, with them definitely. like that's so bizarre anyway whatever fine so she meets them and of course molly. Hardin's there with yeah. molly who's like your mean girl yeah, or whatever she's got like scary spice hair going oh my god she's so funny she does look like a spice girl circa 1997 though because she's got like she's got half buns on the top of her head and the bottom half of her hair is dyed like hot pink yeah and I was looking at her and I was like that's weird like I'm expecting her to stomp around in platform shoes and a little mini dress and like just like use peace signs all (laughs) the time when she's taking
1: pictures it's weird it's true um and she is immediately mean to Tessa like just really mean and it's like it's not necessary and anyway, so she. Especially because Harden hasn't shown any interest in none. her up to this point. And anyway, they're canoodling or whatever, but yeah. they're also like, they're not together. They're just fucking, probably. Probably. Um, and then, of course, like, Molly turns around and is like, let's play Truth or Dare. Which also,
0: what year is this movie taking place in? Do people still play <laughs> Truth or Dare? Okay,
1: what I will say is that in a lot of like shows and stuff I've been watching. Actually, wait, no, that's not true. I've Everything's been watching from the one early 2000s tree- no. streams. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You have been, been re watching things from.
0: The early 2000s, <laughs> you can't use that because it was done like 15 years ago, so it Never just, mind. It's, yeah, like that. You um, don't have a like, <laughs> we don't have a modern day example other than this, and this makes no sense to me at all. This is supposed to be 2019, and if it's supposed to be like taking place in 2019, I'm like, that's weird.
1: Maybe it's supposed to be taking place earlier, I can't recall. But the though. novel was published in 2014, so unless it was no, set in an earlier time, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like but it she was has a smartphone oh well then never mind Anna Todd I tried uh I'm sorry so. I'm just I uh, sometimes we watch movies
0: uh, not even just movies that are based on books but sometimes we we watch films that Shireen has seen before that she really likes and sometimes I ruin them for her a little bit <laughs> and I'm really sorry I do that to you sometimes she does it a but I, I start pointing out faults and you're like oh my god <laughs> now I hate it <laughs> we did that happen when we watched where the crawdads <laughs> sing because i pointed out a few things that yeah, you that were like sucks. oh fuck i really
1: liked it too before that because she oh. told <laughs> me you told
0: me and she liked it and I was like well I'm curious but I have another friend who had read the book very much enjoyed it and then watched the movie and did not particularly like it yeah. so I was very curious to know what I would think and then I watched it and I understood what my other friend had to say <laughs> about it the
1: book yeah <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> anyway so um Molly's stupid being truth a or dare. huge bitch um she <laughs> says to Tessa truth or dare and like Josephine Langford I don't know if she was told to do this but every time she's in a confrontational situation especially with this molly girl she like moves her head like every time she says a word oh, like she does to eh? like, truth like, like she like, like tilts her head funny truth, you know and <laughs> so it's like it's really funny it's like a kid like yelling at someone and so so she's like truth and she's like yeah okay of course you chose truth and she's like where's your favorite place to have sex side note She's supposed to be like 18. Well, she's a freshman in college, so yeah. I would assume
0: she's 18, 19 at the absolute most. Yeah,
1: or 17 even. I'm I'm not sure. Um uh, they have an extra year of high yeah, school you're right. over there. Yeah, so, so eighteen, let's say. Yeah.
0: We're usually seventeen when we graduate. I I believe that in the US, the majority of people are eighteen when they graduate high school. So she's you know, young enough that her being a virgin is not weird so she because she passes on the question and everybody's like oh, are you a virgin and they make it such a big fucking deal and yeah. you're like it's not really that weird she very well could be a virgin at 18 well that be. wouldn't be
1: very strange at no. all actually and and I just I feel so bad for her like the this whole scene like you know she pushed herself out of her comfort zone and it's like this is why she was in her comfort zone to begin with because this was a terrible terrible time yeah, for her exactly um, so of
0: course then she has to pick dare
1: because yeah. she passes
0: on her truth right. Question. Right. And they and they're like <laughs> make out with Harden har 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 har, 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 har. Um, and then of course he stands up, tries to be physically intimidating, but Hero finds <laughs> Tiffin is like a like a string bean, <laughs> especially
1: in this movie. Like he's quite
0: tall, but yeah. he's very skinny. Yeah, and his face is not an intimidating one. and no, he doesn't, he's got like a little bit of a baby face. Yeah, and he doesn't give off a very intimidating air. And again, maybe I'm looking at this from a perspective of somebody in like basically their mid-30s, so it just doesn't, for me, it doesn't really come off as
1: intimidating. But I did appreciate that like they did look their age at least mm-hmm. you know I did appreciate that because I can't tell you how many like high school dramas oh we my watch, and, like they're clearly like in their 30s and I think it's they're like, getting um, better
0: now yeah. because I find now a lot of the time when you see uh films and television series and things like that a lot of the people who are playing the characters who are meant to be 17 or so yeah. are about 21 so it's not so bad whereas man back in our day people were like oh I'm 16 but they were 26 and yeah. you're like what well, and so they went up looking a lot older a lot more quickly I remember like I remember a few specific ones when Smallville started, Tom Welling was already 25, and he was meant to be 16. No, I know. And he looked 25, of too. Of course. That's not a 16-year-old's jawline. No. People don't look like that. Like, young people who haven't, like, fully come into their own physically yet, you haven't stopped growing and developing at 16. You don't fucking look like it's that. True. You don't look like a grown-ass
1: adult. It's <laughs> true. But, like, even in um, Never Have I Ever, which is a newer show, what's his face? Oh, uh, Paxton, yes. Her- Paxton Holly yoshida it. He's
0: he really looks old. I remember he's being really mad. He's th- you he, got so mad. Yeah. We watched the first season together uh, during lockdown, during like when COVID had yeah. really kicked off. And <laughs> Shireen was so annoyed. She was like, "How the fuck is this guy supposed to be like seventeen years he's, old?" And he
1: clearly looks thirty. Like he's got like he's got like laugh lines and yeah. like dangles. And like, it's no really, no shade, no tea. But no, oh he's God. great. I really
0: like that actor, actually. Yeah. But and it's so unfortunate because the majority of the rest of the cast are in either their early twenties. 20- or um, the girl who plays the lead character 19? named Davy. She's she was 18 when the show started. See,
1: and he was 30. Like, I hate that. Anyway.
0: Also, shout outs to her. She also does one of the voices in Turning Red, and
1: she's so fucking cute. That girl, oh, yeah. I love her. She's, she's great. She's, she's really Canadian. Good. She um, is. <laughs> Maybe that's why we like her better. Yeah, I think so. We always have to say that. Um, <laughs> we're really digressing. We've had a bit of wine. Um, so <laughs> you have to watch this fucking movie. Well, that was only that was when we started to get a little bit more animated, was when we started drinking why well, I could have fallen
0: asleep otherwise. Um, um okay, so of course, right. Yeah, Stupid he tries to, to kiss
1: her, and she's just like, Yuck. no, dodge. <laughs> and um, she leaves. She leaves. And then Molly's like, oh, first rejection that Harden's ever had. So he's like, uh-huh. and I was like, Really? This is the first time this guy's yeah, ever really? been rejected? No, no, I ain't sure, sure. <laughs> So she goes running upstairs, she finds someone's bedroom that has <laughs> it's got a British flag on the wall. And then she's like super surprised that this room belongs to Harden. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. There's like a Union Jack like fucking up on the wall. Union Jack. Yeah, sorry. Not like the England flag, but like a Union Jack flag up on the fucking wall. Yeah.
0: And she's like, what? I
1: wonder who this room and belongs to. I love, to. of course, you
0: know, when they originally met, he, what was he reading? Wuthering Heights? No, The Great Gatsby. The, was he reading Gatsby? Yeah. I thought she had Gatsby and he said something to her about it. Oh, no, it doesn't I think matter. he handed her Gatsby. Sure. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he was that's it he was reading classic literature and this Basically, the only indications that these are Hardin's room is the fucking Union Jack up on the wall <laughs> and all of the classic literature everywhere. And she's like, and he finds her out there, and she's like, oh, "This is your room!" Gasp! Like, who would have thought?
1: Like, because well, she starts like flipping through like Wuthering Heights, and like he's like um, highlighted things, and then he shows Which up. and he's fi- like, you know what?
0: <laughs> what that fucking figures that he would take Wuthering something as toxic and gross as oh, the of story course. in Wuthering Heights and be like, "This is the standard. This is the gold yeah. standard of romance." <laughs> Oh, yeah
1: because he keeps repeating it like he shows up and he's like whatever our souls are made of yours and mine are the same. <laughs> and like this is honestly how he talks in the movie so it's so frustrating oh, like God. it's not sexy. No. Like he could have been the sexiest guy ever but when he talks like this and he's like whatever maybe, it's not great. Maybe uh, it would
0: have been more fun if they had gotten Harry Styles to actually do that wouldn't <laughs> that would have been funny? It would have been I feel like funny. it would have taken you completely out of the film because you would have just been like that's Harry Styles. <laughs> well
1: you would have the whole time, if you didn't know that it was fan fiction, you would have been like, "Why is Harry Styles that's, in this role?" Okay, that's
0: what I—that's what I did though with "Don't Worry, Darling." Side note: Have you guys seen "Don't Worry, Darling"? Because for all the drama surrounding the release of that film, it was very underwhelming.
1: We're really digressing. I know it's uh. fine. We need
0: to—you need to watch it too. I need you to see it all so right. we can talk about it.
1: Um, anyway, anyway, so, so she, she
0: goes running, scampering you know, he out. He tries to like,
1: kiss her again. She's like, "I can't," but like, you can see that she wants to. Because, like, to be fair, they do have some like good like chemistry, the yeah, two of them. Like, okay. I'll give, I'll give them that. Um. So she goes running off, and like she's walking home because like Steph, her ride is like you know not at the party. To be found. Well, she's at the party making out with her girlfriend. That's right. Um. And so she's walking, and Noah is like texting her because she had called Noah earlier, uh, and he yes. was like, "Are you at a party? Oh, so what? You go to parties now?" This, and I'm like, like, "Well, she's in college." This
0: seventeen-year-old like, boy is freaking out that she's at a party. Yeah. So
1: he goes. So as she's walking home, he's texting her, and he's like, "I called your mom. I." I know you're mad at me, but this is what's for the best. And I'm like, oh my god, this kid is so annoying. He's the fucking worst. He's, he's terrible. He's like a little brother. Yeah,
0: like an irritating yeah. little brother. Was like, Hi, I told mom. That yeah, in like, so you're had so much trouble. Mad at
1: me, but this is what's best for you. And, and like, he the sends her a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and a smiley face. Like, like, how dare you? Oh god. Um. So she starts having sexual fantasies of.
0: Oh her yes, that's it. She starts having sex dreams about him, and then she also learns from Landon, which <laughs> a few things that they just needed like an exposition dump so she finds out from landon that first of all H- landon's mother and hardin's father are engaged and about to be married and second of all that hardin's father um uh, mr scott i forget his first name it does not
1: matter <laughs> first name mr <mister. laughs> scott um
0: is the chancellor of their college w- uh, which we can't even get into it because it makes no sense if you haven't seen the other films or read the books and stuff like that but there's a lot of stuff that comes up with his dad that you find out at later times about him having been uh, like uh, him like abusing substances and owing people money and living in really shitty areas all these things that just don't add up to a man who managed to carve out a chancellor at a university job it just doesn't one doesn't lead to the other like one of these things does not belong and it's the chancellor well that's it like he would have
1: had a very long career in like academia and stuff and he probably would have been like like old I money he probably would have been, been like have old been. money you yeah know? for sure but like he makes anyway they make it sound like they live in like a dump and like the rough parts of London, and like his dad only pulled himself together when he moved to the US, which yeah, was not that he, long ago. Yeah, he basically
0: makes it sound like they live on like the worst council estate that you could possibly come up with <laughs> in the not first true, place. Which
1: we find out later. Anyway, uh, yeah. we're doing it doesn't matter. again. <laughs> anyway, so
0: Landon, anyway, gives us this exposition dump. Thank you very much. Goodbye till the next scene that you're in, basically. Mm. Um, there's a couple of scenes where there's like a really dumb debate in class between the two of them sparring, quote unquote, regarding oh. Pride and Prejudice. And again, like a
1: simplistic line about... like Pride and Prejudice uh, and Elizabeth yeah, Bennet. Exactly, and like, it, just this opinion that it was, you know, the most feminist novel of its time, and I'm just like, oh, I could really dispute that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, so... Oh, yes, then Hardin decides that he's going to, um asked Tess if she wants to go somewhere for fun, basically, and he takes her to this lake in the middle of nowhere, which, like, bitch, like, have you never... See, she's too sheltered. She's never but listened to a I'm true saying. crime podcast, and she just goes with this guy that she does not know into basically the middle of the woods. Yeah. He
1: could have murdered you yep. what are you doing well this is the thing right like she's never seen anything in her life so she's got like these feelings that she doesn't want to have about this boy who okay let's be fair if it was harden versus noah in front of you like you yeah you'd get fine the feels for harden like yeah i deal know. with his
0: fuck boy shit for like a minute for if sure. i had to if
1: i had to choose well this is it and so she's like visibly like on guard with him but at the same time she's kind of like you can see that she wants to go with him because of his like sexy allure that he's got. So (sighs) they go driving, he takes her to this lake, and then in the book he does the same thing, but like unfortunately you can hear his thoughts in the book and they're not so nice. Um, oh and really? So, like yeah, like he's just not a nice person. Gross. Um, and then like they kind of he starts taking his clothes off, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm going swimming, Tess Hall." So he like <laughs> the jumps water in. feels really nice. <laughs> it feels really nice. And so he like jumps in the water, and she, he's like, "You can wear my t-shirt if you want." And so, so um, she does. So she takes off her white virginal cotton dress. Yes, Christ Almighty. Puts his t-shirt on. They go like splashing around for a bit, and then like, do they kiss in this scene? Yes, they do. Yeah. They yeah. Do. I think yeah. you went to pee. Um they did. <laughs> she's like, oh, I've seen it before.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, they they have, like, a forbidden little moment, because, of course, she is still in a relationship with Noah, but they have a forbidden little moment where she does kiss him yeah. back, um, and there's supposed to be sexual tension. It's it's very half-assed. It's not yeah. great. They just... They have, like, a nothing conversation where this is when the whole thing comes up where he asks what a high school boy has done to deserve her. Um, I hate this conversation, too, because, of course, she says he's nice to me. Yeah, but there's um, also this ownership
1: thing. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. And... Harden's answer when she says because I mean like yes it's a silly sort of very juvenile response to say well he's nice to me like Noah's nice to me his response is isn't nice just another word for boring and that really fucking bothers me because that's always the way that it is and there's this idealized idea of like oh Noah uh, like a bad guy who's gonna like treat you kind of shitty like that's the ideal that's way more sexy and that's way better than a nice person
1: who treats you well like what? Yeah. yeah, and this comes up a lot in these movies and the books and I really anno- it really annoys me. Um but anyway, like we'll keep going back to this. Um so he brings her back and like she's obviously very like all upside down about this and then Noah shows up. He's like, "Here, I'm here to visit you." And he does seem like a nice boy, but like he's a, you know, a little bit of a Oh, child. yes, they go to that little bonfire. Yeah. yeah. And like he's and uh hardens there and he sees her with her boyfriend and he gets like he's been drinking or he starts drinking and he gets really upset and then he like tries to start a fight but then then he's like looking over at tessa with like tears in his eyes he's like i love you. yeah she's there with her boyfriend yeah she's (laughs) there with
0: her boyfriend idiot jace townie tattoo artist give him any name that you would like to he's a nothing character it doesn't matter um, He, you know, tries to be funny when they're playing a game of what do they call it? Suck and blow, basically. You know, With where you card. have to like suck on like a like a card, pass it to each other via your mouth. But then, of course, somebody usually at the last minute, if they want to kiss someone, will drop it and kiss the person yeah. instead of passing it along. So he, he does tries that to, her. to do it to he's Tessa. Gross. Yeah. yeah, I know he's icky. He's he looks like. He looks like he smells bad. He
1: really does. <laughs> yeah. He looks like the singer from Nickelback never made. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of what he looks discount like. Discount Chad Kruger. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> a big discount Chad Kruger. Oh, God.
0: Anyway, so, of course, and of course, when this guy Jace tries to do that, Harden, in his drunken, idiocy, macho garbage, decides that he's going to start a fight about it. So they, like, get into it, kind of, and Tessa leaves with noah oh, does she leave with Noah? yes yeah, she
1: does oh okay yeah, they leave together because noah's like uh oh, sir like could you please back off from my girlfriend <laughs> and then like harden shows up and like tries to hit him and then he's got like tears in his eyes and tess like oh my god we need and to then, go we need to go so they go and then she gets a phone call like in oh, the middle of the night right. from landon yes about from landon about harden yeah so she he's goes like he needs you so she like drops everything like noah's asleep she goes and Hardin has destroyed a whole bunch of stuff in the house. Like, he's lost his shit because not only did this thing happen at the bonfire, but he also found out that um, Landon's dad, no, mom is going to be <laughs> marrying his dad. Like, very shortly. My yeah. understanding is basically within a couple of weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> it's <he's> really short. <laughs> very, like, upset about this. And, like, so she's, like, berating him for, you know, breaking things and then like mm-hmm. they have like this moment and she go and she goes to pick up glass and she cuts her hands, so he goes uh, to like they're always clumsy first idiots it, too, <laughs> you know and then of course they start kissing again and like they have a whole thing and like Megan and I were talking about this in this moment like she, like Tessa tries to like pull her shirt down as he's like and you're like this is
0: a vulnerable moment perhaps she's not comfortable going to that level with him but he says this stupid thing about he's like you don't have to cover up in front of me and I'm like um that's not necessarily what she's doing
1: no and it's like if you were like a young woman really vulnerable not really sure what's going on you've never been through something like this She may be, like, more inclined to, like, be saying no, but then if he comes out with that, then it's like, oh, shit, like, I've already been brave enough to say no the first time. And am I exaggerating now? Should I
0: just say yes and let him do what he wants to do? And,
1: like, side note, like, this is what happens in a lot of situations. This entire movie should come with a trigger warning. Absolutely. Like, it's so toxic. (sighs) I hate it. And so, you know, they have, like, a thing, and the next morning she wakes up and she realizes that she's fallen asleep with Harden, and so she goes running back to find Noah and he's like, been awake all night looking for her yeah uh she hasn't answered her phone and then and he's like where were you like what's going on and like she doesn't know what to say and then harden shows up and he's like really and of course he
0: obviously infers from context what's happened um and i will say that yeah like i legitimately do feel bad like i don't like Noah's like a wishy-washy nothing character for me but nobody should cheat on their significant other like that like she should have broken up with him already and just ended the relationship properly before she did anything
1: like weeks before like after yeah. that party you know like, yeah, like exactly. that would have been it for me you know um anyway so they break up and then there's like this whole montage where like Tessa's like really depressed because like she and Noah broke up and then she's not talking to Hardin like she's not answering him But anymore. that's for
0: like 48 hours I know it was
1: like 48 hours <laughs> and, and then, then was... immediately they're
0: just like so hey you and I you want to try this you thing and she's like okay and then yeah. they and then basically it jumps from heartbroken to we're having a great time and falling in love with each other now <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, like, promptly, like, moving in together through some very, like, dumb circumstances. Well, uh, it's wait. really not worth mentioning. <laughs> no, I, whatever. Her mom finds out about what's happened. She walks in
0: on them, um, almost getting busy, mm. and threatens to cut her off if she doesn't stop seeing Harden and start, like, you know, like, and just, like, do exactly what her mom wants her to do. She re- Tessa refuses. Her mom, supposedly, I guess, cuts her off financially, although the semester would have been paid for, so... Yeah, maybe
1: it's, like, her housing... Yeah, but housing
0: still would have been paid for, wouldn't it, yeah. for the semester? Don't you have to pay for the whole thing? Oh, God. I don't know. Somebody tell me how this works. I've never lived in student housing. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, they Again, they have their little falling in love montage. Harden um, gets through like a connection that he has through his dad with another professor who's away on, I guess, sabbatical in Italy. Uh, he takes <laughs> semi-possession. He's supposed to be house-sitting this woman's apartment. No, he's just supposed to be watering the plants. right. And, and he, he basically moves in. Yeah, and then he's like, you and I can move in here together, and we can be together and, and she's have like a great okay. time. And
1: she has no questions about that. She's like, okay. Yeah, they move in together.
0: Yeah, they move in together,
1: and they get all, like, I guess it's supposed yeah, to be they start cute. playing house, and, like, everything's great. And, like, you know, as this whole, like, so there's quite a while of the movie then, like a big chunk of the movie of them, like, falling in love and, like, getting in deeper over their heads. Um, yes. And, you know, as Megan and I were saying when we were watching this, um... At any moment, he could have told her, like, what the plot twist is at the end. Like, at any moment. Which we can any, spoil, but I think we can spoil it. Well, like, yeah, okay, so basically the whole thing is that at the party where they were playing Truth or Dare at the beginning of the movie, somebody Molly dared harden to get Tessa's virginity. Yes, like, to take and, her virginity, basically. And to get her to fall in love with him. Yes. Like, that was the whole thing. And so it's they had this um, bet going. It's very, she's all that. Yeah. <laughs> They, it's very much like but that. But it's really cruel. Like, it's really mean. And, like, that's why he keeps pursuing her. Because, like, Megan and I were saying this. Like, on no planet would this guy keep pursuing her. Like, he's just not... No, like, the di- the dichotomy of this
0: character is the his description and the way that everyone speaks about the way that he should be acting versus the way that he does act it's very strange Yes, and it gets
1: confusing after a while it does because then she somehow manages to convince him to go to like his dad's wedding yes which would have never happened which again
0: and I don't and I know okay we were talking about this while we watched the movie and Shereen was like well you know I think like from her perspective she's quite young and maybe she thought that this would be a good thing for them to be able to hopefully heal their relationship but in my head I was like oh god that's I feel like that's just asking for trouble if he really didn't want to go she should not have pushed the issue and they shouldn't have gone because he doesn't make like a total spectacle of himself but he and his dad have a very uncomfortable awkward moment and it is revealed around this time or a little bit before this time that basically yeah his dad used to like do drugs i guess yeah and be addicted drink. and yeah. drink and whatnot and basically at one point um uh, drug dealers showed up to collect i assume what money he owed them uh his father was not home however unfortunately his mother was and she was sexually assaulted by these men which yep. is terrible yep. and awful and harden was seven or eight at the time and he saw it and he tried to stop them and I just can only imagine how fucking horrible that would be. God, that would be awful. And And so so I can understand his terrible relationship with his father. Of course. But you
1: just wouldn't speak to him. Like I would would not bother. You just like point blank refuse to go to this wedding. Like you wouldn't even... I don't I don't know. Like I'm not in that situation, but I feel no. like the way that his character was written at this time, like I don't think he would have been mature enough to like be like, "Yes, let's go to the wedding," you know. And, like, no, try not and at build all some
0: Bridges. Not at all. As um, some like I can look I will say like as somebody who doesn't speak to one of their parents yeah. particularly, um this is not something that tracks for me that like no. really makes
1: sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you just it's not something that you can get over, you know. Um and so Yeah, so, like, he tells her this, like, while they're at the wedding reception, and so she's kind of like, oh, fook. And so they get back to their apartment, and they immediately start getting busy. They have sex. And she is like, yeah, like, now I'm ready. And, like, what's so frustrating about this is that, like, it's like, oh, now that he's told me what his trauma is, I'm going to try and fix it with sex.
0: Instead of therapy. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe encouraging him to potentially seek some mental health.
1: I would have thought that like this would have been not at all the moment to have sex with him because then it no, gets not very skewed and blurred and complicated yep. with all the other emotions going on, so. No, you're completely right. I yeah. think that was a terrible idea. So again, anyway. Like she might be too young to acknowledge that. Yeah. That's also very So
0: possible. as time goes on, they are, you know, sort of like spending this time together, but she does see at one point, there's one evening where she sees text messages on Harden's phone from Molly, the mean girl. Yeah. Um, and she tries to talk to him about them. She's like, these are weird. Like, what is this girl talking about? she's talking about them meeting and like how are things going and everything and she's like what the fuck is this and he dismisses her completely and basically gaslights her and tells her like she's being crazy and stupid about yeah, it's it He's like don't you trust me yeah like not if you're acting fucking sketch like this no I don't uh so she goes to look for him after he leaves to go meet his friends without her without telling her why um and she finally <sighs> It's an unfortunate scene because she finally is told by his friends, by Molly in particular, who's not there in us, uh, <laughs> that this entire thing has been because of this bet that Shireen was talking about earlier, that he basically bet them that he could get her to fall in love with him, take her virginity and whatnot, and really, you know, do all of that to her without her knowledge.
1: Oh yeah, side note, in the book, Oh yeah. you know what he does? Mm. He takes the sheets that she bled on after they had sex or while they had sex and and he went and showed it to all of his friends as proof that he had succeeded in the bet so that's what happens in the movie uh, sorry in the book and then he like promptly like like realizes what he's done after like when he's on his own and he starts like crying and like throwing up and stuff and like he like I think he burns the sheets or he like throws them out into a dumpster but he does he shows them the sheets and they tell her this in the book Oh, my and God. And it's horrible. And I don't know, like, I can understand that in the movie, like, they just verbally tell her that there was a bet. They don't mention anything about a follow-up. Like, there's no proof in the movie that, like, he actually went back to them after he started to fall in yeah. love with Tessa. <laughs> Maybe the filmmakers were like, oh, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's too much, you know? Um, So you can almost understand why in the mm. movie versions, like, she would go back to him. Like, it's hard to believe, but, like, you... it's kind of more manageable but in the book you're like that is like the most disgusting like oh my god disrespectful it's it's even worse than disrespect that he does you know the fact that he goes back and does that it shows that he's in contact with his friends and he's keeping up on his bed wow well on
0: that pleasant note thank god that didn't happen in the movie because i would have been like okay we need to turn this off anyway um so of course she finds out about this she is heartbroken yeah. and she immediately ends things between the two of them which like obviously mm. um and he tries to of course you know tell her like no it's not like that anymore I fall I've fallen in love with you uh but you know she doesn't want to hear anything <laughs> about all. it um so she goes back home to see her mom she speaks to her mom she speaks to Noah they kind of make amends to a certain extent they don't get back together but you know they make amends her mom doesn't change at all so as far as I'm concerned I don't know what the point of that was um but they for like I mean like apparently they like forgive her and I'm like fucking forgive her for what for being an 18 year old girl in college anyway mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't really talk she stops like talking to the others and everything like that and stop seeing any of them um, and she also at the same time that this is going on she interviews and is accepted for an internship at what is it Vance Publications yes. or something uh, which will come up in future movies God God anyway uh, so she's accepted for that before she leaves at the end of the semester um one of her profs which is super bizarre gives her a paper that was supposedly submitted by Hardin mm. and I'm like no this college, would never prof- <laughs> no yeah, college professor like,
1: would do this she's like Hardin submitted this but I think it's really for you I'm like this would never happen now. and it's like legit an essay about like his book like that he was reviewing mm-hmm. he's He's not like, Tessa, I love you, like, in no, the no. So there's nothing that indicates to this professor what's going on here. Oh,
0: anyway. She reads it. It's a dumbass love letter. <laughs> she goes back to the dock where they first, like, went swimming together and kissed the first time. He also shows up. They sit there. No,
1: they, he doesn't. It, it's like, um, he's there and he's imagining that she's there. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I thought that actually happened. No, no. Whatever. She, like,
1: fades out.
0: Oh, whatever. Anyway, whatever. They, um they she has to think about whether or not she wants to make amends and of course the movie ends on like a cliffhanger basically um
1: this film is terrible mm-hmm. uh it propagates really horrible toxic romantic tropes that are just disgusting and it's kind of like an amalgamation of like twilight 50 shades of gray every yeah. terrible movie on passion flicks yeah um it's just one of those like all roads lead back to twilight oh. like he's supposed to be edward cullen who's Pretty not much. a vampire and who kind of sucks a lot more oh yeah oh that's <laughs> no pun intended
0: haha <laughs> <laughs> um and it's terrible but did we watch three more of these you fucking bet we did and we are waiting for the next <laughs> and we're one we're waiting for the next one god we just are ridiculous masochists <laughs> anyway um if you guys have seen this movie and you enjoyed it I would very much like to hear from you and hear why you liked it so Mm -hmm. you can hit us up on instagram at fully booked ca you can also check out our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better and if you're still with us after all of this complaining that we just did please feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you are listening because it really helps us get the show out in front of more people but until next week guys keep on reading thanks everyone (laughs) Thank <laughs>